you want to give love to the city, that's a fact. But you're going to need help if you want to make an impact. Well endowed, you want to be well endowed with the Edmonton community. Things really happen when you find that you're well endowed. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Well Endowed podcast. I'm Shereen Zink. And I'm Graham Loomer. This podcast is brought to you by Edmonton Community Foundation. We are a proud affiliate member of the Alberta Podcast Network. Edmonton is full of generous donors who've created endowment funds at ECF. These funds are carefully stewarded to generate money that supports charities in Edmonton and beyond. On this podcast, we share stories about how these funds help strengthen our community. Because it's good to be well endowed. On this episode, we meet Hyatt Elismani and Nunu DeSalning, two incredible community leaders here in Edmonton. Hyatt is the director and co-founder of the Be Smart Learning Centre. A preschool that caters to young ones aged 12 months to 6 years, Smart focuses on early childhood learning and helps children thrive by understanding their individual needs. Nunu is the co-owner and operator of the Habisha African Market. She dedicates a ton of her time to the 107th Ave community and helps other newcomers feel welcome and find their way in a new place. Early this year, both Hyatt and Nunu received a RISE Award. The RISE Awards are presented by Edmonton Mennonite Centre for Newcomers to recognize immigrant success in Edmonton. Yeah, so Hyatt and Nunu both received the Community Leadership Award, which is sponsored by ECF. This award recognizes newcomers who demonstrate a commitment to community engagement with the goal of creating a more welcoming and inclusive community for all. Since 2003, the RISE Awards have celebrated newcomers who have built strong communities through social, cultural, and economic development. Our correspondent, Mal Mohammed, spoke with Hyatt and Nunu to learn more about their approach to community building. Over to you, Amal. Thanks, Graham. I am so excited to introduce you to both of these amazing women. Let's begin with Nunu. Yes, uh, I am Nunu Desaling. I originally am from Ethiopia. I am uh, the co-owner of Habish Africa Market. Nunu helps African newcomers navigate their way through all the complexities of life in a new land. Although she operates the Habisha African market, Nunu truly shines in her passion for uplifting the 107 Avenue community spirit. Be it with art, music, or food, in a community faced with many life challenges, Nunu has become an inspiration to others on working together to uplift an entire community. I asked Nunu what it was like for her growing up in Ethiopia. Uh, it was, well, a lot different than here. I, I, I had a lot of fun growing up in Ethiopia, uh, lots of friends and the neighborhood and the weather, the culture. I guess that's something I treasure day by day. I always try to kind of talk about my kids, how it was growing up for me, and it was a lot of fun. Things are changing now. Last I left back home was like 20 years ago. I was from the city, from Addis Ababa. It's like a place that you can be whatever you want it to be. For kids, we were allowed to play outside. You know, you go outside and play. All the neighbors are watching. It's uh, when they say it takes a village to raise kids. It really does take a village. Like you go outside and play and people watch. Your neighbors will feed you. Your neighbors will take care of you. You'll do the same thing for your neighbors. Uh, it's, it's just a huge, strong community. Nunu still misses her hometown. It's a part of what inspires her commitment to her current community. That's why in a lot of ways that I'm very involved with people here because I feel like that's what we need. We need a strong community. People share, you know, their food and their home and uh, all those little things and we, which we don't have here. 
Nunu comes from a small family. Uh, that's very unlike for <laughs> a lot of Ethiopian people. I only have one sister. I don't have a brother. But uh, I, I guess in a way that I felt like I had a lot of people around me because of the neighbors that I grew up in. We were a very small family, but we had always people around us. I asked Nunu how she came to Canada. So I came to Canada. Um, my sister uh, moved here uh, long ago, and uh, I wasn't too, too sure whether I wanted to come here or not, but uh, there was a conflict between the Ethiopia and the European government. So I wasn't able to stay in Ethiopia. Nunu was 20 when she arrived to Canada. She first lived in Halifax for almost five months, then moved to Winnipeg for about five years. Then she came to Edmonton in 2008. My first impression was cold, but then in a way I felt like free. It was exciting to just uh, be able to kind of live freely and walk around freely without being worried. And then I lived by, on my own for the longest time, and that, that was exciting uh, just to kind of discover things, what I could do. And so I had that excitement. So I guess um, I wasn't afraid. Although I didn't have a lot of support around me, I kind of moved from place to place, but I wasn't scared. So it was, it was really, really exciting just to see how, how I can grow and how I can fit in and learning the language and understanding the culture and those kind of things. Nunu told me about how the Habesha food market got started. Uh, the Habesha market business, we, we come from restaurant background uh, in 2000, I guess, the middle of 2008. My husband decided to pursue a restaurant business and we kind of work our way up through this. This is my husband's dream, like owning a grocery store. He's been always, that's what he always dreamed of. And uh, I'm like supporting <laughs> the dream. I asked Nunu why giving back to the community is important to her. While we were chatting, some customers were shopping, so you may hear them in the background. We always help each other and we always grow together. So it's, it's always important to share. And also... Uh, I have three kids and I feel like I could make the world a better place for my kids. And uh, this is what something that I like to pass on to my kids. I just, you know, like we're, we're always we're capable of, you know, doing something great other than ourselves, And uh, that's what I want my kids to know and to live by. It's the idea of giving back and uplifting the community that led to Nunu's nomination for the RISE Award. She was excited to be a recipient. Uh, it was really great. I, um, you know, we do what we do every day and I do not expect that award. And uh, it was really nice to get recognized something that people get inspired by. So it's really nice. Aside um, from being in, in, in the community league, as well as the the Edmonton Revitalization Board member. I, I have done so many events and um, parties, community parties here, in hopes of this neighborhood is, I feel like it's just a forgotten neighborhood. There is nothing, great things happens here to vibrant the neighborhood. So I have organized uh, African Day events here and uh, I helped at the Black-owned markets hosting here. 
So uh, all, all these little events and involvements just brings out people and uh, vibrant the neighborhood and creates something for the community to just come by and enjoy themselves and uh, just enjoy the outdoors and all those great things. So it, it, it's so nice, like I said, to not be only recognized, to see that what you're doing is making, you know, like people are following up. So all this attention will bring out what I wanted to be able to accomplish for this neighborhood. Um, and that's like creating a safer and a better community for our community, for the new immigrant people. I want them to be able to have a great life in this community, not only, you know, running away from this community, from this area. I want them to feel like they, they belong here. So, yeah, it, 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 thank you for that. So I feel like we're all capable of doing something great and uh, it doesn't really have to be um, in a big scale level that to give back and just helping each other and even planting flowers in your front door. And I feel like that's just giving back to community. It's just a vibrance, the area and the neighborhood. So it's really important in a way that uh, support others. I asked Nunu what she hopes to accomplish in the future. I hope to accomplish um, getting the African community recognized and in the level that we should be recognized for. Uh, we contribute so much to this country, to the economy, and I feel like we're not recognized enough to what we do and to what we bring. So that's what I wanted to accomplish in this neighborhood alone. Most businesses are owned by African people and uh, what we bring here is not recognized enough in the level of the hard work that we're putting through. So that's what I hope to accomplish to highlight our culture and uh, what we do here. Nunu is 100% inspired by her kids. All the things that I want to, to happen is basically what I want my kids to live in. Like I. A lot of times they go to school and there's no many things to show where their culture, where they come from, and there's no many things that they could talk about. There's only one um, cultural day that they go dress up, you know, in the culture outfit and this and that. Uh, but I really want them to be able to uh, speak about their culture and about their food and uh, all those little things. Uh, but it makes a lot of difference for them because they're really proud of for who they are and I just want that to be you know their everyday life. I asked Nunu what advice she would give to others to uplift their own communities. Don't give up. It's really tiring doing a community work and any kind of involvement because it's time consuming and uh, and you don't get paid. <laughs> so it, it, it's, it's, it's really hard work and it's extra work that takes you away from your actual work as well as from your family time. But it's very rewarding uh, to see what you wanted to see getting done. And if you started doing anything, I'm sure people will follow to continue what you start off. So it's really nice to uh, to just kind of not give up and uh, continue. I felt very inspired listening to Nunu talk about her dream of living in a neighborhood that was vibrant, supportive, and a safe space for people to celebrate their culture in. 
a place where kids can grow up with a lot of opportunities to engage with their culture and where newcomers feel welcome while building a new home. Our next guest is Hayat Al-Usmani. My name is Hayat Al-Usmani. She's the director and co-founder of the Be Smart Learning Center, which runs weekend classes for children to learn about cultural studies and the Arabic language. This year, Hayat also received the ECF Community Leadership Award. Hayat told me about how she came to Canada. We arrived to Canada, my husband, myself, and our two-year-old son. Uh, our main goal was actually to seek a land where there is equality, where there is diversity, inclusivity, and as well as a peaceful land where everybody is well-treated and respected. The country was very cold at that time, and uh, we had some struggles in terms of the culture and in terms of getting used to the language because my first language was Arabic as well as my husband. And we took a little bit of time to improve our accent. Then uh, we started improving our self-development education. And in 2015, uh, I joined the workforce for a nonprofit organization in Edmonton in the field of education till 2017. And then 2017, we decided to open the first project for us, which is the Be Smart Preschool. This is where we are today. Hayat told me more about Be Smart Learning Center. This center is actually an educational institution for early childhood education. Uh, we are a team of uh, around eight staff. We're all educators in early childhood education. It's a licensed preschool through the Alberta Education and Early Childhood Ministry of Early Childhood Education. Uh, we all have first aid and uh, police check record. Uh, the main goal for this center is actually to get the children ready for the school. So it's uh, like a pre-K program. Our program actually focuses on the learning through play in addition to the new curriculum in Alberta, which is called Alberta Flight to Curriculum. Uh, we have a very diversified uh, center. So we have children from different cultures, and that's what makes us very proud of who we are. Uh, we provide the uh, service for the children who are three to five years old, they go, if they are like three, three years old, they come to the preschool and they spend two years of their life here. If they are four years old, they spend one year here and then we say goodbye so that they go to the kindergarten program. Uh, we offer a bilingual program, an English program, as well as the Arabic and Islamic religion and the cultural studies. Why we do that? It's just to instill in each child uh, the love of uh, diversity and that we are all here. We, we, although we don't look maybe the same, but we are all here for one goal, which is making friends, sharing and caring for each other and how we can be responsible citizens in the future. I asked Hayat to tell me what she loves about her job. The job I chose is actually very, uh, I'm passionate about my job. It's very exciting and every day is different than the other day. And we learn so many things from the children who are at young age. Uh, actually, every day we learn something new. Uh, they come up with amazing ideas. They can come up with like, they create some artwork that we never thought about. We are all together here as co-learners. So the teachers, us as educators and the children, we co-learn together. We are also um, co-researchers. We can look into some stuff and go deeper into getting the knowledge about a, a theme or a topic. So that's the main goal. We focus on five areas of uh, education for the children. We want every child to be playful, to enjoy playing. We want every child to be creative. 
and we want every child to be curious. We want every child to be uh, responsible about the community and about the environment. And we want every children to be persistent because we don't want children to be like, uh, to surrender from the first trial. We give them so many opportunities to, through toys, to try first time, a second time, again and again, all over. And then they will discover that they can really make it and reach the end of their goal. And it doesn't matter that they finish the whole thing the way we want them to do it. We want to see the creativity in each child. So that's the main goal in this program. It is for this work with children that Hayat was nominated for the RISE Award. I was very honored and proud to be a receiver. We were two people who received the Community Leadership Award for Edmonton through the Edmonton Mennonite Center. And that was um, like something that I'm really grateful for every single person who nominated me. And the nomination was based on how much we are involved in the community, supporting the needy, supporting the children, supporting the, uh, the women how many activities we did in Edmonton in order to uh, install the uh, human like uh, community work. And actually what I find is this award is not only for myself as Hayat, it's actually for every female in Edmonton who put her heart in every single work she does. Uh, this award is for my staff, for my family, for my friends, for every single person who supported me throughout my journey. And it also opens the door for what, what should I do for others? How can I help others? How can I instill the leadership even in the youth female in the community? Because this is our role. It's not actually only to receive this. It's how we can hold this and then give it to another female in the community and say, you are the next queen. So this is how I truly believe in about leadership. Hayat told me about how she feels about her success. Uh, we all have dreams, but definitely... Um, Canada has opened many doors for us, like for myself and so many women in the community. Uh, it opened the door that we can show our true image, who is, what is a Muslim woman, especially that I'm wearing a hijab. So many people think that we are oppressed and we are not educated. Um, actually, it's totally different. We have dreams, we have our voice, we can voice out our concerns, we can talk to everyone about how we can support, how we can help. So I hope that through this um, uh, interview today and uh, we can give a positive image about the Muslim woman who is an important person in the community and she can be like shoulder to shoulder to any other person. Hearing Hayat speak about empowering women is so exciting. This idea of empowering each other is a big part of how she approaches her work. She truly sees herself as a partner to her staff, to the parents, and to other organizations in the community. She told me more about how they do things at the Learning Center. We host almost every day about 120 children. We have about 17 staff. We're all working together to make sure that the children are in a safe and caring environment. So it's really exciting to have every day dealing with this big number of staff and of children and parents. And we know that um, it's a partnership. We are partners with the parents. We are partners with our team to make this organization successful. We're also partnering with the community because without their support, without their advice, uh, we wouldn't be who we are today. They are giving us tremendous support and uh, 
The type of service we provide is for children age, babies actually age six months old to uh, 12 years old. We uh, provide, in addition to the daily programming, uh, we provide transportation to and from schools. We provide healthy uh, meals according to the Canadian Food Guide. All our food is also halal. And uh, we always pay attention to all the um, uh, support and guidance from the licensing, from Alberta Health, especially during COVID, where we were very responsible and cautious about how to follow these guidelines and implementing the safest uh, guidelines in the facility to make sure that every single child and staff are in well-being. I asked Haya what she hopes to accomplish in the future. They say like the sky is your limit and there are so many uh, dreams and plans, uh, but I take it one step at a time. My main goal actually at this time is to have um, a program where I can support more the youth female in the community and the children who go through hunger maybe and uh, through uh, some social struggles and to support them uh, as well as the new immigrants, female immigrants, to find more job opportunities for them through hiring them or supporting them to earn their certain level of education, maybe in early childhood education. So our doors are always open for whoever really needs support and help in the community. Haya and Nunu are so deserving of this Community Leadership Award. Getting to sit with each of them made me feel empowered. I hope they've inspired you too. Thanks so much to Imam Mohammed for introducing us to Hayat Elasmani and Nunu Dasaling. And thanks to Hayat and Nunu for sharing their time with us. If you'd like to learn more about Edmonton Mennonite Center for Newcomers and their RISE Awards, head on over to our show notes for the link. You'll be able to check out other recipients who are leading the charge to make Edmonton a more inclusive city. There are so many wonderful people doing amazing things. It really is worth taking a look. Also in our show notes, we'll have links to ECF's well-endowed web show and the latest on our blog. And don't forget to check out our other upcoming granting deadlines and funding opportunities. Well, that brings us to the end of the show. Thanks for sharing your time with us. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please share it with all the community builders in your world. And if you have a moment, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Sharing the show and leaving reviews are the best ways to help new listeners find us. You can also connect with us on Facebook, where you can share your thoughts and see some pictures. Thanks again for tuning in. We've been your hosts, Graham Loomer. And Shereen Zink. Until next time. The Well-Endowed Podcast is produced by Edmonton Community Foundation. And is an affiliate member of the Alberta Podcast Network. This episode was edited by Lisa Pruden. You can visit our website at thewellendowedpodcast.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes. And follow us on Twitter at BECF. Our theme music is by Octavo Productions. And as always, don't forget to visit Edmonton Community Foundation at ecfoundation.org. Well-Endowed.